Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, December 22nd. I hope that you've got all your Christmas shopping done and you are ready for the season. It is here. And so uh, yesterday, hey, a great day on Wall Street, a nice bounce back after a couple down days. The question is, can it continue? Will it continue? And that'll be our topic of discussion this morning when Dave joins us here in just a minute. But before he does, let me just remind you, there's only one thing any of us can control when it comes to our portfolios, and that's how much risk you have in your portfolio. That's why we developed the core retirement design, our trademark process, where we help you calculate your risk and ultimately help you put together and establish your optimized risk match portfolio. To get started, just give us a call at 863-382-0037. With that, we have Dave coming up right now. Whichever one is available in the store, supply chain, don't you understand? It's 841 here, 19 before 9. Time to check in on your money and see what's happening on Wall Street. And for the moment, I got good news based on yesterday, which is truly kind of strange over the last few weeks. Probably augurs bad news for today. Let's find out. Downtown, we check with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who is on the line this morning. Philip, how are you today? Hey, Dave. Doing well today. It's a little chilly when I walked outside this morning, but uh, hey, I love that breath, the breath of fresh air, a little chill in the air. Well, let's see what you're saying tomorrow morning when it's down to 48 degrees in the morning. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. They, you're always, you're always, uh, you're, you're always very cheerful when it gets a little nippy. Forty-eight degrees is getting a little bit cool for this northerner turned naturalized Floridian. So, I'm, I'm... <laughs> well, we start out the morning with good news because yesterday the Dow just absolutely went ap up one point six percent, up five hundred and sixty-one points yesterday. Standard and Poor's was up an even bigger percentage, up eighty-one points. Nasdaq was up two point four percent. Up 360 points. Virus? What virus, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's the deal is people are starting to really look at it and say, okay, what what does all this really mean? What the Omicron, you know, what are the what are they telling us? What are we seeing? And we're seeing that it, like we talked about all week, really, it spreads faster, but it is not as potent as the other two versions of COVID. And so we're not seeing as many people in the hospital. Now, I know they say it's just getting started, that we're going to see more come. But, but I mean, I saw a worldwide number today. I think it was like 100, less than 150 people hospitalized um, because of the Omicron virus. And in, in, in the UK, it's 14. So um, I think people are um, tired of COVID, number one. And so um, this is being less impactful then uh, and if the politicians would be quiet, I think it would be non-impactful at all. Yeah, that's kind of the uh, downstroke to the thing. If the politicians would just keep their yaps shut. I did a little research. The one reported Omicron death that we've had so far was in Texas. It was a 50-year-old male. He was unvaccinated. And yes, he had, quote, unquote, underlying health conditions. And that's always been one of my pet peeves when people say, oh, 
Underlying health conditions. Well, you carry 20 extra pounds, you're called overweight, and that's an underlying health condition. But uh, the non-vaccinated status was something that uh, did catch my eye at the very least. So, uh, yeah, it, it looks like it's not exactly the common cold, but nowhere near as dangerous as the Delta variant was. Well, that's true. And, and I think that's what's coming out. And um, and so I think that the the, the market realized that yesterday and said, you know what, this is not going to be as a big impact on our economy as long as the government stays out of lockdown mode um, than, than what we originally anticipated. That's true. And it looks like we're getting some economic indicators that look like it as well. A little forward information here. Bank of America says that uh, that's been rattling the international travel market, but the uh, Transportation Security Administration data shows that holiday travel domestically is still flirting with pre-pandemic highs. Checkpoints are processing more than twice as many travelers as the comparable period last year and closing in on 2019 pre-pandemic numbers. Evidently, the public isn't all that scared. Somebody even issued a buy recommendation on Boeing this morning, which kind of gives you an indication there's some optimism in the looking forward element, too. Well, I think so, Dave. I think people are just tired of that. But the, the other thing is, I think that we continue to look forward and, um, and feel like that, um, you know, we're going to get through this and the economy is, is growing Maybe not as fast as what some people thought it would at the beginning, but but hey, it's growing, and uh, we got that number out today too. You know the that GDP number. Yeah, the uh, third. What is it, the third reading, or the is this the third, or the second, or the third reading? Third I think this is this is the final reading for the third quarter. And it was 2.3 percent growth in the third quarter. They were expecting 2.1. Uh, so that that's considered good news. We're growing a little faster than we were. And I always have to throw the caveat in that basically the charts have us now back up to the pre-pandemic GDP levels. So now what we're doing is looking at real growth instead of recovery growth as well. Like to see more than we're getting. But at the same time, you know, it's exceeding expectations, which still is good news. It is. I have another number out here, and I don't remember us really talking about this so much. There's a gross domestic income number, um, and they threw that out there. There was no expectation, uh, but it is down from the previous quarter. It, they say it's 5.8%. The previous quarter, it was 6.7%. That's a growth rate, though, right? Yep, yep, growth rate. Still, 5% personal income growth rate is not that's, a bad number no, to see. No, that's pretty substantial, isn't it? Absolutely. If the inflation can stay under that, it'll be a gain. And the problem is inflation isn't necessarily staying under that. And that's the fly in the ointment we keep talking about. Uh, the other number that we had, and I don't have a, uh, an expectation on this, mortgage applications for last week, uh, the week before last, uh, they fell by 4%. And you and I kind of... Uh, did a little uh, sackcloth and ashes routine on that. They were off last week, which, again, when you start talking about December, not exactly a popular time to buy a home because you're busy Christmas shopping. Uh, they were only off by 0.6%. So it's going in the right direction, even on some of the big-ticket items that we look at as being real bellwethers in the economy. Well, it is. And one of the headlines I did see was one of the, the reasons that we're seeing some fall off in mortgage applications is, uh, there's not enough homes to buy. The listings are down. Um, mm -hmm. And so obviously that's problematic. If you don't have enough inventory to sell, 
I mean, people can't apply for the mortgage to buy them. And that's a valid point. Put that together with just the lifestyle downtick you expect in December as people start cocooning in and doing Christmas shopping instead of home, see, uh, home shopping. That actually, that small decrease might not actually even be bad news. Exactly. And hey, hey, before we run to earnings, because I know that's next on the ticker is I did want to mention yep. this. 2021 was a record. And a it record. was a record in IPOs, initial public really? offerings. There were a thousand of them. That's the first time we've hit four digits. During a year like this. Yep. Yep. That's really a, a surprise. That, that, that's, uh, that, that would be a number I would not expect to hear. That's fascinating. Uh, did anybody have any reason why? Is it uh, people quitting their jobs and getting entrepreneurial or what? No, not. Uh, they didn't really give much out there. The SPACs seem to be helping initial public offerings. Um, but the other thing they did say is that post-IPO valuations have fallen um, more than normal, meaning that uh, they've declined in value. Uh, quicker and bigger than in prior years. And that's something you and I have noted on the ones that have caught our eyes that we've talked about. There's been a little bit of a spike on the IPO day, which is expected. But once it settles down, these IPOs are not staying in the stratosphere like they were during the more adventurous times. Yeah, that, that's true. And uh, and they're calling for um, the same thing in 2022, that, that we could see um, even more. Cool. We do talk about reports every morning, too, about how the individual companies are going. And we've got one of the big car dealers is selling. I gather CarMax had a pretty good quarter, huh? They did. Uh, CarMax uh, beat on top and bottom line. And then, you know, one of the things they always look at is dealership year to year or month to month or quarter to quarter. And, uh, and they did much better than expected as well, beating the forecast. So uh, CarMax getting a nice little bump today, up almost 3% this morning. Glad to hear it. Now, the other two I have for you is, and now this is an old name, Dave, an old name, mm -hmm. Black BlackBerry. Now, BlackBerry Which I doesn't, didn't even know they still existed because I yeah. hear so little about them. They don't. I don't know how much in the cell phone business they are, uh, but they're more in the cybersecurity business now. Um, and they they had an okay quarter. They broke even. Um, compared to a seven cent loss they were expected to have, revenue was ahead of expectations. Um, but their flying ointment is their current quarter forecast um, for those cybersecurity products is way shy of expectations. So um, even though they beat across the board, they're they're getting uh, beat up this morning, down about two point two percent this morning. Okay. I, I thought they were traded on the Canadian exchange. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Still have them here. Memory, memory is foggy, but I always thought they were a Canadian company. Well, I, I think they may be, but they may trade on, um, they, they trade on the NASDAQ as well. They may trade on the Toronto exchange too, but they're, they're okay. on the NASDAQ. So the last one I have for you is uh, a company called CalAmp. And, uh, and, and CalAmp is uh, a maker of wireless data communications products and software. Um, and so they lost eight cents a share. And that was, that was not what everybody expected. They actually expected an eight cent profit per share. So a 16 cent miss when it comes to their earnings per share. 
and their uh, their revenue fell short of the forecast as well. Now they're blaming it on component shortages, right? They can't get what they need to uh, to to do what they need to do. So they are taking a big whopping loss today, down nineteen percent. Um, yeah, they're not an expensive stock anyway, but uh, it's going to open them at a new 52-week low at $8 a share. That, that word supply chain is starting to become a dirty word on the report, on report language, isn't it? Hey, it really is, especially when they start looking out for forecasting the next quarter. Yeah, plus we're looking at the supply chain problems expected to last the better part of next year. That's kind of... That's that's almost like pounding a nail in your wrist by uh, telling anybody that you got supply chain issues these days on your quarterly report. Yeah, I'm thinking 2023 is when we finally maybe quit, get to quit saying that. I expect you're right. Resetting the table, we're looking at big ups yesterday in all three of the major indexes. When I see when I see things skyrocket like that, I just assume we're going to have a settling effect taking place the next morning. Forty five minutes early. Where are we going? Dave, that's exactly what's happening today. We are getting uh, red ink in the index uh, category. Um, the the Dow 30 is down about almost $40. S&P 500 is down a little over $10. And the NASDAQ 100 is down about $50. So everything's uh, in the red for sure. Uh, we'll see how that continues for the day. Commodity side of the coin, everything's green this morning. We got silver up a half a percent. Gold up a quarter of a percent, crude oil up almost two tenths of a percent to $71.23 a barrel. It didn't take much for it to get back over 70, did it, Dave? There's a little bit of optimism is all it takes to screw up the price of oil. <laughs> Mixed bag in the Asian rim markets overnight last night. Europe is kind of looking at us and saying, oh, what's going on? They're kind of trading a couple of pennies either side of the zero line halfway through their trading day across Europe. Trying to figure out what's going on is something that you and I try to do every morning, and we do our best, but I'm not sure I'd trust me with my retirement fund right now. That takes an expert, and that means you, Philip. How do I find you to get a, get a beat on where I'm going? Then give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design that will help them design the retirement they always dreamed of. Uh, check out our website, statlerfinancial.com. Join us this weekend, Christmas Day. 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM. Are you bringing eggnog? Um, yeah, I'm, I might have a little bit. <laughs> All righty. And we'll see you here again tomorrow morning, Philip. Thank you so much. Have a good day. All right, man. You too. Appreciate it. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Are you near retirement? Hey, folks, I'm so glad that you joined us today. I hope that your week is going well. I am excited. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Tomorrow will be the last day that you'll see me here on the radio. Uh, our office will be closed Thursday and Friday in celebration of Christmas. So, with that, I'm gone. I'll talk to you all again tomorrow. Stay tuned. Bye.